the memory bank is coming back. It is finally here, team. It is finally here. Four years of heartache building up to this moment. The opening ceremony, the Rugby World Cup 2023 in France. Well, this is the theme song for the Rugby World Cup here on our own backyard in 2011. And my goosebumps, the memories are flooding back. And I cannot wait till tomorrow morning at 7.15 when our All Blacks take on France. But let's relive these memories. A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity and the countdown is for on. New Zealand. We await the countdown. Here we go. A young 21-year-old, about to relive a moment he has dreamed of for his whole life. Standing in the cauldron, the changing rooms of Eden Park, not allowed to go outside and train and warm up for the big match, the opening World Cup against Tonga, because the great man, the late man, Jonah Lomu, was out there. Opening ceremony had just started. We could hear it. We could hear the crowd. We couldn't see anything. They turned the TVs off. We had one job on our mind, and that was to take on a desperate and emotional and excited Tongan side. And I was just about to run out and hear this crowd. George Clancy blows the whistle, and the Rugby World Cup is underway as Morath kicks off, and Ali Williams is tidy from the kickoff. And the All Blacks set it just near their own 22 the Tongans are going to be very physical. That's the way they play the game. As Jimmy Cowan clears away. Ran out to a stacked out Eden Park, taking on a very desperate Tongan side. Everyone predicted, and I mean everyone, including ourselves, to be dominant in that performance. But the Tongans on the other side, they had a different idea. And I remember this vividly. In my, in my hotel, at the Heritage Hotel, and I was getting ready for out the game, Throughout the day, it was absolute chaos. There was noise everywhere. And I thought, okay, I'll pop my head outside and have a wee look around. And I say, I say, I seen about 300,000 Tongan flags. And you know how Tongan supporters are so patriotic and love their nation. They were absolute everywhere. And this Tongan team wasn't going to take a step backwards. Handed a big tackle, but the All Blacks with a real opportunity here. Carter takes it to the line. Now here's Kahui. Kahui to Nonu. And Israel Dag will score the opening try of the cup. Now heading into this World Cup, I didn't kind of know what kind of input I would have, but week one I got named to play and to start ahead of the great man, my good friend Mills Muliaina. And the start of that game, we were under so much pressure. But Sonny Bill Williams made a nice break and then the ball got thrown to Kahui, Ma'anonu and then a Hungus Izzy Dag who could have passed it to Isaiah Tuiawa for the first try of the World Cup. But no, I held on to it and I got uh, the Rugby World Cup 
off to a good start. So, uh, yeah, that was my one and start of that campaign, scored the first try. Here they come again, the All Blacks, through Martinonu, fires it off to Toyaba. He's really strong, I say Toyaba, and he gets it off, and here's Dag again. He's got a couple. Carter slings it wide, now Dag in a bit of space, off he goes. And he got the pass off beautifully. Kahui again. Kahui lining up. Kahui's still going. And he's got two. Look, obviously the performance went really, uh, didn't go to as planned as we probably hoped. Um, you know, Kahui starting on the wing. Who would have thought that? Papa Lee starting at six. Who would have thought that? The start of the World Cup is an opportunity to experiment. An experiment we did, and the performance wasn't polished. But at the end result is what that what matters most. And uh, yeah, look, we won 41-10. Tongans come out and put us under so much pressure. And this is the final moment where I'll sum it all up. Ma'afu goes down on the tackle, ball turned over. Flicked away by Wepu. Here's Dag, All Blacks' last chance really. To get something going and Israel Dag gets nailed. And the ball comes loose and it's been lost. And George Clancy is going to blow time in the game. And it is all over the first game of the Rugby World Cup in 2011. And it's the All Blacks who have taken the points here. Not convincing, but they've won it nonetheless by 41 to 10. Not convincing. And Karen spoke to me about that moment. And I said, what moment? I've only got good moments in my head. Well, I dropped the ball. And that really summed up the day. It was a rusty old start to the World Cup. Everyone predicted us to beat them by 80, 90 points. We only limped over them. 41-10. Sunat Tamalolo scored for the great Tongan team, my good friend. But at the end of the day, this is the start of the biggest moments in these players' lives. Playing at a Rugby World Cup, that doesn't come around very often, every four years. And if you are lucky enough to go and compete at it, it is awesome. But if you're even lucky enough to go and win it, it's going to take a hell of a lot of effort and hard work and a lot of luck to do as well. So my love and support goes out to you, the All Blacks. Everyone in New Zealand, get ready because it's finally here. The Rugby World Cup 2023. Get up, the ABs. Got it away to Dan. Two catch. Izzy's Bomb Squad. <laughs> Uh, nice work, boys. Nice work, Israel. Yeah, I mean, I, I know we're going to get away to news, but I did want to ask you, you mentioned that. What was it like for you in the lead-up to that game? Because all the talk was about your selection over Mills Molyaina. Did How much extra pressure did you feel, or were you able to shut that out? I felt a lot of pressure, yeah. This is a guy that played 99 tests for, for the All Blacks. Oh, 97, I think it was. He played his uh, 100th against Argentina. And I just thought, you know, I didn't really understand what kind of input I'd have in this World Cup. So when I got named, I was like, okay, a lot of pressure here, but I've got to, you know, I've got to repay the, the selectors' faith that they've given me. So I went out there and, and, I, and I did it. I remember this, I was told the story off here, but leading up to the Tongan game, I was up in my room and we were up like six floors and I was doing the huckle with my shirt off in front of the mirror. <laughs> And I was going hard, and I was going hard, because I was just picturing that moment, the first game in front of a packed out Eden Park, and I was going hard, I was going, oh my dad, oh my dad, God, and then I look over, and Tony Woodcott's looking at me, and he's like, what 
are you doing? Israel tag. And I'm like... <gasps> And I just shut the curtains and move on. <laughs> so what do you saw about that, man? That's how much it meant. I was, I was absolutely fist. I've got, I got one question for you. What were you paying first try score? Uh, I don't know. I know. I know my mum got right. Yeah, so did I. You got it. I think it was 11s. Omen bet. Omen bet. 11 bucks. Um, you know, that was cool to relive that. And uh, it was hard for me because I'm trying to, trying to get it all out, but... You know, to sum it all up, it's finally here. The World Cup it comes around every four years, and it's so hard to win. But I'm back in this team, man. I'm back in this team right the way, and we're going to take you on this ride with us live here. Every single action, every piece of interviews, whatever you need, we've got a crew down over there in France and here in NZ to do it justice. And hopefully we can do that for you. Get up the ABs. There you go. Get up the ABs. Indeed, 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. Daniel McCarty, Justin Marshall with a call right here on SENZ. Here's Araha with the news for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand.